What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. We're in uh, Sunday school this morning. Derek's already challenged the people this year, get involved in a small group somewhere. It's, it's uh, really great. You know, uh, I just wonder as we look back in 2014, what kind of year was it? Let me go ahead and say, let me go ahead and give a plug. We're going to be looking here just in a moment in Philippians chapter number 3. We'll be reading from uh, verse 7 through 17. But uh, not starting next week, but the week after, we're going to be starting to go through 2 Corinthians. I thought we'd go start this Sunday, but really looking at things and stuff, I just feel like the, the third Sunday is where we're going to start going through 2 Corinthians, and so we'll spend 10 weeks and go through 2 Corinthians uh, in 10 weeks, and so you can kind of be reading and getting ready for that, but as we look today, this first Sunday of 2015, I just wonder, how was year 2014 for you? You know, for some, year, for some 2014 was a joyful year. You know, there was, uh, we had several births here in 2014, and uh, you know, it was a great joy. Some people may have accomplished some goals that, that they set out to accomplish here in 2014. And, and you can really feel uh, like you've reached a milestone. You know, at the beginning of the year, challenged everyone to try to read the scripture through, uh, all the way through here in 2014. And I know a number of people have made it all the way through. A few even made it through twice here in 2014. I'm sure for others, 2014 was a sad year. Uh, it was a year that people have experienced loss, uh, loss of family, loss of friends, and maybe some things that you wanted to accomplish during 2014 that you weren't able to accomplish during 2014. But then, really, when you look at 2014 and consider 2014 after it's over, you know, where... Are you in relation to Jesus right now compared to the beginning of 2014? Did you accomplish what you would wanted to for God during 2014? You know, was 2014, was it a year of great victory in Christ? Or was it a year of disappointment in your life in Christ? You know, are you closer to God today? than you were a year ago. Or were you really closer to God today than you were five years ago? You know, where do you stand with God? We you know it's, uh, I hope that you were able to accomplish your goals for God in 2014. Maybe some of you may say, well, I didn't even have a goal in 2014. Well, I'm going to challenge you this year in 2015 to set some goals as far as your relationship with Christ. You know, were you able to read through the Bible during 2014? You know, were, did you daily spend time with Jesus? Did you spend time 
in prayer. But as we look here, we're going to see in this passage, Paul, as he addresses the Philippians, he's probably already been a Christian for 30 years. But even as he has been a Christian for 30 years and has went through all that he's been through and saw all that he has saw, he has not reached the plateau of Christ. He will still want to go higher. He will still want to go deeper. He will still want to know more about Jesus. He wanted to know more about Christ. And I trust that us, as we start 2015, that that will be our desire this year is that we will know more about Christ during 2015. Let's all stand and let's read these 10 verses in Philippians chapter 3. The Bible says, But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is by which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And if anything you think you're otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. Brethren, join in following my example and note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern. Let's all bow our heads and let's pray. Lord, I just pray as we look in your word today, God, Lord, I pray that you would be uplifted. God, I pray that we will all be challenged. God, that 2015 will be a year that we'll know more about you. More, more about Jesus. Lord, I just pray that that will be our desire today. Just as Paul wanted to know more of you. God, I pray that we'll want to know more of you. Lord, if there are people here today that have never known you, have never trusted you as their Savior, God, I pray today that they realize their, the great love you had for them. God, we'll trust you. Lord, for those of us who have trusted you, God, I pray that that would be our desire, God, just to know more of you. 
God to cast aside our wants and desires, God, just to know more of you. Lord, I pray for your unction to preach your word today. God, if there's anything that would hinder your word today, God, I pray you'd remove it. God, I pray that you would be lifted up today. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. You know, as we look, and as we look as you begin 2015, as we, as we start here in 2015, how do we know if 2015 is a success in your life? You know, how do how you know that 2014, whether it was a successful year or not? As Paul looked in this passage, as we see there in verse 12, Paul goes and he begins to talk about a prize that he wants to obtain. He wants to obtain this prize. He wants to be successful in his life. And as we look there in verse 12, he says that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. You know what Paul said? My life will be a success if I can grab hold of the things that Jesus wants me to grab hold of. Jesus has got a task for me. He's grabbed hold of me for something, and I just need to grab hold and do what he would have me do. You know, this year, I think for you, 2015 can be a success if we will look as Christ as the prize. He goes on down in verse 14, for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. You know, Paul wanted to be everything that Jesus wanted him to be. That's what Paul wanted. He wanted to be there, be what Christ would have him be. And you know, for you, are you wanting this year to be all that Jesus would have you be? I wonder, you know, we've heard the slogan, what did the army back years ago be all you can be? Uh, right? You know, I just wonder if we would be all that we could be for Jesus. How our life would be different. How that we would be like Christ. That's what Paul's desire was. To be like Jesus. To know him more fully. To know Christ and the power in his power and in his suffering. You know, for us, if we look there in verse number 10, there's a lot of people that would say, yes, I want to know Jesus more in his power. I want to see him do something great in my life here in 2015. Wouldn't you, I mean, wouldn't you rather, wouldn't you like to see God do something great in your life in 2015? Something where, you, where people would have to say that had to be Jesus, did that. I want that's what I want for him town Baptist. I want something to happen where people have to look back and say, that had to be God did that. You know, a lot of us want to experience Christ in his power. But Paul came back and he went a little bit further. He said, and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. I tell you what, there's not many folks who will sign up for that on it. Yeah, God, I just want to suffer here in 2015. But you know what Paul realizes? At time to have that deep fellowship with God, you have to go through some suffering and some hard times. Think back in your life. When did you know that God was closest to you? 
When did you feel his presence? Him carrying you along? What did your times of trials and your times of trouble? Paul said, I have such a desire for that fellowship with Christ. Even if I had to suffer. Oh, I long to be close to you. And I wonder for 2015, would we have that mindset? Would we be ready to want to know Jesus that much? You know, there's people in this world every day suffering and dying for the cause of Christ. Wanting to know Him more. And for us, we can't even suffer by missing something that we want to know Christ more. Paul had one goal. It was to know Christ. You know, for us today, I wonder if that would be our goal in 2015, to know Christ, to know Him in His fullness, to know Him like we've never known Him before, experiencing His power, experiencing His fellowship. You know, if you have a goal, it's really just a dream. Unless you lay down a plan on how you accomplish that goal. Right? If I say I have a goal to lose weight and all I ever do is eat all I want, it ain't a goal. It's just an imaginary dream. But I have to lay down a plan on what I'm going to do in my life so that I can accomplish that goal. And I think as we look through the rest of this passage of Scripture, we can see three characteristics Paul laid down in his life so that he would accomplish this goal of knowing Christ more. And for us, I think for us, this year, during 2015, if we'll adopt these three characteristics in our life, then we can also accomplish this goal of knowing Christ more. You know, the first characteristic, I think, was Paul was determined. And I just want to know, are you determined? Are you determined to really know Christ more? As we go on down in verse 12, he says, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on. There, Paul, he was making a press. He was wanting to accomplish uh, the goal. That word press, it means to run swiftly like you're going to catch something. You know, have you ever had, I remember in my life, have you ever tried to run to get away from anybody? I can remember years ago, my granny, she was always kind of a little short, fat woman. And I remember when I was a little bitty child, I thought, Granny one day told me, said, come on in the house. And I went in the front door and went out the back door. 
You ever done anything like that, Tom? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably good for you, right? Max, don't do this, okay? Don't do that. And what's good? I went in the front door and out the back door and started running around the house. You know, because what I thought? I thought, Granny can't catch me. I'm quick. About halfway around that house, I found out that Granny was a track star. Even carried him, you know? She was pressing on to get me. And she needed to get me. You know, for us today, I wonder if we'll pursue Christ like that. Pressing on. Doing whatever it takes to, to get where he would have us go. You know, if we look, Paul was determined not to let anything stop him. He was going to press on to, to reach the goal. Too many times we think the Christian life is just a passive life. We think the Christian life is a passive life. Don't do this. Don't do that. The Paul, didn't, Paul said, no, I'm pressing on. We need to quit being wimps. And we need to get some gumption about us and press on to pursue Christ. We need, to, we need some real men pressing on. You know, for Paul... He wanted them to press toward the goal. But you know, also, we need to stay focused as we press on. We need to be determined to stay focused. Paul says in verse number 13, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. You know that word forgetting there in the Greek? It means no longer caring for. Whatever you did in 2014, where you messed up, you know what you need to do? Forget about it. You know why? You can't change it. Some of y'all at the beginning of 2014 as I preached, I challenged you to read the scripture in 2014. You didn't make it. You know what you need to do? Forget it. You can't do anything about it now. 2014 is gone. Forget it. Don't let that hinder you from running in 2015. Some of you may have made a, a commitment to what you're going to give in 2014. And you didn't. Forget it. Don't, don't let that hinder 2015. For what we need to do is forget those things that are behind. We need to forget our past failures. Paul said, let's forget about what's in the past. We need to be pressing on to what's in the future. We need to be determined. You know, if we look in the book of Revelation chapter 12, we can see Satan. You know what he's called? The accuser of the brethren. You know what Satan would rather have us do? He would like to tell you today. Well, he don't commit to reading the Bible in 2015 because you didn't do it in 2014. I don't know if you did or not, but I just, you know, I hope you did it anyway. But isn't that what he would want to say? You didn't make it in 2014. Don't commit to it in 2015. You know what Paul said? Forget about that. Press on to what you can do. Press on. For 2015. 
We need to press on to be more like Christ. In Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16, the Bible says, For a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. You know what we just need to do? Get back up and go at it again. But not only do we need to forget our past failures, we need to as well forget our past successes. How many times have you known somebody that you ask them about what God's happened in their life? Well, 20 years ago, well, how did what God did for you last week? What did you find out about Jesus last week? What did you do for him right now? You know, Jesus talked about he, that we need to die daily, pick up our cross daily, and follow him. Too many churches, the reason they're dying today, they're still remembering past successes. What we need to do is forget about the failures of the times past. We need to forget about the successes of times past and pursue Christ today in our life. That's what we need to do. Not look at where we're at, but where we can be with Jesus. What's Jesus doing in your life right now? How's he working in your life right now. Not I used to do this and I used to do that, but what's happening with you in Christ right now. But not only I think we can see that Paul, he was determined. I think in this passage, we can see that Paul was disciplined. Paul was disciplined. I want to ask for you disciplined in your Christian life. Going on down to verse 15, it says, Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already obtained, let us walk by the same rules. Let us be of the same mind. You know, the first question I'd like to ask today, are you a mature Christian are you? <coughs> and if you say, no, I'm not a mature Christian, then let me ask this question. Why not? Nowhere in Scripture are we told to be a baby Christian all of our life. We need to be growing up, being more like Christ. Paul said those who are mature, we need to be walking exactly the way we know that we should walk. He goes on down and he says that we need to have the same rule. That word rule, it can talk about a, a rod, a straight rod that you'll tie something to to make sure that it's straight. Isn't that what we do with plants? Isn't that what we do with tomato plants? We try to stick them up so they'll grow straight. Trees, try to get them growing straight, get them going the right way. That's what Paul was saying in our life. We need to be disciplined so that we start growing the way that we should grow. And if we look, we need to be disciplined that we'll be growing straight. We need to be disciplined to have the same mind as Paul. Paul said, I need you to have that same mind. How is it that you get better at anything that you do? Practice. 
Doesn't it take time? It just takes time and discipline. You know, if you go back and look, there are some people that are greatly talented in athletics. But you know, usually who it is that makes it to the pros is the ones that spent the most time working and getting better at the sport that they're in. You know, the people that, that become uh, the best in their field of study is the ones that's ready to put forth the time and the discipline to get where they need to be. You know, for us as Christians, you know, the only way that we'll ever become more like Christ, it's going to take the time and the discipline spending time with Christ. That's it. There's not a thing that says, here, take a sip out of this bottle. You know, here, let me sell you a handkerchief and wipe it over your head and you'll be more like Jesus. No. The only way that we'll be more like Jesus is discipline ourselves to spend more time with Jesus. How can we know how that we should act if we're never spending any time with Christ? How can we know how Christ would have us act if we never spend any time in His Word and spend any time with Him? Y'all probably gonna say, goodness, that they can just beat that to death. You know what? It's a good time to be today. You know why? It's the beginning of the year. We need to all start out making a commitment to spend time reading our Bible. You know, for there was a movie back several years ago. Actually, I was going to show it to the kids during New Year's Eve night. We never quite made it that far. It's called No Time for Sergeants. I don't know if some of y'all saw it or not. Black and White, 1958. If you saw it, don't say you have because people know how old you are now. But anyway, yeah, I remember what it premiered. Premier. No. But at one part in that movie, right there at the very beginning, there was a fellow played by Andy Griffith, Will Scott Bell, I think is his name. <coughs> Just an old backwoods country fellow, actually from the mountains of Georgia. And the fellow that was the recruiter, he had been drafted into the army. And the recruiter shows up. And the daddy pulls a shotgun on the recruiter. <coughs> And Will Stockdale, Andy Griffith, comes out and he says, Now, Daddy, be Christian. Be Christian. That's what he said. And you know what the Daddy said? The Daddy said, Well, what do you think the Lord would do if somebody come up to his house and didn't even say howdy and then start saying people can't read? Well, what do you think the Lord would do? I don't think he'd pull a shotgun on him, would he? Right? And we laugh at that. And we think how stupid that is that they've made this character say that. But how many times do we do the same sort of thing? Well, I don't think the Lord would... Well, honey, read the Bible and see what the Lord would do. Spend time with God and see what He'd do. You know, for us, we do exactly the same thing that that fellow, that character does so many times. You know, we need to be disciplined to daily spend time with God. Discipline to daily spend time with Jesus. That's the only way we'll get to be more like Jesus. If we daily spend time reading His Word. 
daily spend time praying. Daily spend time encouraging others. Daily spend time serving others. That's how we become more like Christ. It's not something one day we wake up and all of a sudden we're just like Christ. Paul even said, I'm not where I need to be. I'm pursuing, I'm determined to be more like Christ. But not only do we see that Paul was determined, that Paul was disciplined, Paul had disciples, and he was a disciple. And I just want to ask you, are you a disciple? Paul said in verse number 17, Brethren, join in following my example, and note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern. You know what Paul come back and said? He said, look how I do things and do things like me. And then you'll know how to become more like Christ. And I just wonder, in your life, can you go up to somebody and say, Levi, if you'll be exactly like me, you'll be more like Christ. And some of us think, goodness, that seems very stuck on yourself. You know what Paul said? That's what Paul did. And what Paul wants us to be to the point where we can say of ourselves, Levi, if you'll just watch me, I'll point you toward Christ. And you know, for us, that puts a great responsibility on us, doesn't it? And I just wonder, in this coming year of 2015, not only will you be determined to pursue Christ, and not only will you be disciplined in your life, but I wonder if you'll go alongside somebody and say, if you'll just follow me, I'm going to point you closer to Christ. And you know what, what you really need? I got to think about this thing, and actually just within the past week or so, I've talked with several people, and they've talked about getting accountability partners. You know what I started thinking? You know, I thought, if I use that term accountability partner, it'll freak y'all out. Y'all won't want to have anything to do with it, right? But then I started thinking, you know what you need? I don't know if y'all know, Charlie works out, right? Don't you usually have somebody you work out with? Do you? I don't. Oh, well, <laughs> you say yes. well, you know what you need? You need, let me ask this. If you're working out by yourself, if you're working out by your, I mean, you just, I guess you're just so big, you don't worry about what you're ever dropping on yourself, right? No, I know where to stop, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you know, if you have a somebody, but if you had somebody working out with you, couldn't they push you on and say, I believe you can get one more. You can get a lot further, yeah. Right? Isn't that right? Working out? Not somebody says, well, you didn't do it that time. I said, come on, I believe you can get one more. I believe you got one more in you, man. I believe you have. I believe you can pump that one more time. You know, you, you can't get a lot further, can't you? You know what? Just like in sports, and in other things, when you have somebody that will come along beside you and say, I believe you've got it in you. Come on, let's, let's, let's do it one more time. 
You know, I think that same thing is true in our spiritual life. If we'll get somebody to come along beside us and say, Tom, did you spend time with Jesus today? I believe he had it in you. You know, for us, I would challenge each person here today. In 2015, find somebody that can be your workout partner. Somebody that you can spend time with. You. Maybe it's just a phone call or a text. Text Levi and say, Levi, how long have you prayed that? I believe you got five more minutes in here, Levi. I believe you can do it five more minutes. What difference would it make in your life here in 2015? And more than that, what difference would it make in somebody else's life if you could come alongside them and encourage them? You know, isn't that where Paul was at in his life? He said, here, watch me. You know, that's where we need to be. We need to be at the point in 2015. If we're going to be more like Christ, it's not only us becoming more like Christ, but us helping those around us becoming more like Christ. Right? You know, for Paul, he had these characteristics in his life. First characteristic, he was determined. You know, this morning, I wonder, are you determined to be more like Christ here in 2015? Are you going to let something get in your way that happened last year or 10 years ago or something where somebody's hurt your feelings 15 years ago? Are you going to be determined this year I'm going to be more like Christ? If you are part of that determination, it's going to take discipline. Charlie didn't get to be as good as he is. I'm going hit or miss every now and then. You have to continue work. Continually spend time with Jesus. Continually stay in his work. Continually pray. Continually serve others, even when you don't want to. Bite your tongue when you want to. Somebody else. It's a continual thing. We can have that determination and discipline. Then we can others. Having someone that will come along beside you that you can grow together with. That's where we need to be. We can become more like Jesus in 2015. We're going to have a time of prayer. The hymn of invitation. And during this hymn of invitation, maybe somebody may need to come and say, I need to be more like Jesus. I've never trusted him as my Savior. <coughs> Invitations for you. You may need to come down and say, I just need to make a commitment to be more determined here in 2015. <coughs> I had great victories in 2014, but I don't want that to hinder me from going public in 2015. You might say I had great failures in 2014, 
I want that commitment in 2015. I want to be determined. I want to make a commitment to be disciplined to grow more like Christ. You know, hearing this invitation, instead of coming here to the altar, you may need to go to somebody else in this building. And say, God's laid you on my heart. I want you to be my partner here in 2015. <coughs> Will you commit with me to help me grow to be more like Christ? And I'll help you grow to be more like Christ. That might be what you need to do during this invitation. Maybe instead of coming up here, you need to go to someone else and say, I want to make that commitment to you. Will you make that commitment to me? To us grow to be more like Christ together. Let's pray. God, I just pray today. <coughs> Lord, 2015 would be a great year. Lord, it will be a success for you. God, the success for you is that we'll be more like you. God, we will know you more in your power. God, we'll know you more in your fellowship. Lord, we'll be determined to know you. Lord, I pray that not only will we grow closer to you, but we'll be others to grow closer to you. We'll help each other become more in Jesus' name. Let's all stand.